0: Yeah. Okay, if you are listening on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com uh, you've got a little treat because you're actually here in the show before it actually begins as you get ready to gear up I've got to check out a couple things here there we go, I'm going to get the whole show rolling here before you know it not only are we going to be on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com but we're going to be on Facebook Live, yes we are we're dual, we're not bi, we're dual, nothing wrong with any of it, but here we go 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 and three two one and good afternoon ladies and gentlemen boys and girls moms and dads children of all ages welcome to living on a thin line with Tony Visick I am the aforementioned Tony Visick we come to you most weeks six days a week at 2 p.m Mountain Standard Time tell your friends tell your neighbors tell your pals there's something new to do it too on Facebook live and comedy schools Radio Network.com. uh hold on hold on hold on uh for some reason to pause my uh podcast for just a second but you know what because the phone's trying to uh the recording device is trying to install updates so i will do that after the show um we come to you uh on several platforms today two a minimum of two maybe more uh and also uh let me tell you what the show is all about it's about whatever we end up talking about why do i say we what we end up talking about when obviously i'm sitting here alone I am a stone alone. Actually, if I was a stone and I was alone, I'd be someplace in, in Broughton or Liverpool or maybe in the south of France right now. Oh, Keith Richards case in New York. But uh, I'm not a stone. Uh, I used to be a stoner. We, that's right, Daniel Bro. So let me explain to you why I said we. Thank you very much for asking, Daniel. Uh, the show is based on uh, three major components. And one of them is, at the end of the show, I uh, recommend one artist or one piece of music of our vast vinyl album and compact disc collection. We're going to do something a little unique. At the end of the day, a friend of mine sent me something really cool, and we're going to feature that. Also, uh, uh, we usually have some knickknack or falderall, or let's be honest, usually a bobblehead that we uh, show you, and then we try to weave a personal story around or, or have a conversation about the bobblehead. And it's also based around... Uh, your questions and comments as the show moves along. So for those of you primarily watching on Facebook Live, if you type in a comment, because I don't really have ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com monitored for comments, but uh, I do Facebook Live. If you put in a question, we'll do the best to answer our question. Uh, if you make a comment, we'll make uh, do our best to comment back. A lot of times, your questions and comments actually are what drive the show in one direction or another. That's why I say what we decide. I hope that clears things up out there in Podcastville. Uh, someone asked me to go, Why are you doing a podcast, man? Everybody, now, podcasts are something that people make fun of nowadays. Oh, well, let me guess, you're a podcaster. We, five, six years ago, I was on terrestrial radio here in Phoenix for about a year and a half, a couple of different stations. So AM, FM. And uh, two days a week, three days a week. Uh, then one day, then for a while, five days a week, uh, I didn't really care for it. Um, terrestrial radio was kind of dead. It didn't give me the freedom I wanted. So I'm a business guy. I run a business. Um, and, uh, there's a lot of restrictions to that and stand up. Uh, I feel it's almost my duty to really work towards being funny on stage. That's why people came out. So this podcast is really free form. A walk through my head. So uh, that's why I do it, so I can have the freedom to create in whichever way uh, the wind blows. And I've got some information here that I've got to ask a question about. Kirk Nurmi, our friend Kirk Nurmi, television personality. I think it's an appropriate title for you. Kirk, you've been a lot of great things. You've been an attorney. Uh, you've been a lot of great things in your life. You're now a television personality. He said, am I up on the Rudy G News? I am not up on the Rudy G News. I assume you're talking about Rudy Giuliani. And if there is news and someone wants to post it here and let me know what it is, uh, I'm dying to know. Uh, If there's latest uh, Rudy Giuliani news. Why am I not up on the latest Rudy uh, news? Uh, My life is pretty full right now. That doesn't mean I shouldn't keep up on these things because I am interested in them. Uh, But um, there's an old saying I'm really living by right now, which is uh, think globally and act locally. Think globally and act locally. There's not a lot that I can do at this point in life, but the state of the climate or, or the government in Greece, um, you know, I can vote in national elections and hope that those people uh, steer things in the right way. But I can do things locally. And you can do things locally. So I'm the president of a homeowner association. I know, everybody hates homeowner associations. So... Um, uh but we really work to do good work on this homeowner association to make this a great place for everyone to live we are not our focus is not on finding our neighbors for the most minor violation not at all uh we will let people know if uh, they let their yard get into a level of disarray that is uh problematic in the neighborhood we will follow the rules to the best of our ability we have wide leeway on how we apply those rules but um today I was not present, but uh, there was an Arizona Department of Real Estate case brought against uh, the uh, board that I'm on, and I was following that along, so that took up a certain amount of my time. I don't think that the people who brought the case are going to win the case. Uh, Obviously, I think that they're wrong. Uh, But um, anytime you stick your head out of the gopher hole, someone's going to take a whack at it. I'm also the chairman of something called the Copa City Dems out here. It's a social uh, democratic organization, you know, and uh, uh, we've collected signatures to uh, possibly have Mark Fincham, who was part of the uh, Capitol insurrection as a state representative, our state representative where I live. uh, They have him uh, subject to a recall. Um, uh, You know, I got a family. You know, I walk my dog. You know, my wife and I go shopping together. You know, uh, we laugh. We have a good time together, my wife and I. Um, So uh, I, uh, you know, uh, pay attention to my family and what I can do locally, plus my business. I get to book comics from all over the nation to come to Arizona. Um, JP's Comedy Club is doing great. Man, if you're in the area and you want to have a good night out, please come out to JP's. You're going to love it. Uh, We got Tempe Center of the Arts opening up again in the fall. So uh, Jim and I, Jim being the... Uh, the J and JP are going to have even more uh, things for people to do, more places to hire comics, more places to develop talent, all the stuff that we love. So I do a lot of local stuff while keeping an eye on the global. So I haven't caught the Rudy G news. However, Kirk Nermy, what you're saying is he was caught on tape twisting Ukrainian officials to help Trump. I did see that last night. So in the evening driving home, uh, I'll listen to uh, Rachel Maddow or I'll listen to uh, Lawrence O'Donnell or I'll listen to Tucker Carlson or I'll listen to CNN or I'll switch over to uh, Bloomberg radio or I'll switch over to uh, English news. Um, uh, I, you know, and I read a lot of uh, different points of view. I'm not one to go, here's my point of view. I'm only going to read those things that uh, reinforce my point of view. I look at a uh, uh, look at, I look at things from all sides and then attempt to make a decision. Now, Obviously, I have my own philosophical bent to things, so maybe I bend it to that. But uh, I did see and I did hear the tapes of Ru- Rudy Giuliani was doing, and to me, it's just abysmal. Two things uh, recently that came to light out of the Trump in- in administration that are abysmal, and I know that we'll fill an encyclopedia someday, is Mark Meadows putting pressure on the Justice Department to investigate, start investigations uh regarding uh, wild claims about election interference including including that the uh, italians use the satellite why italians italians use satellites to be able to switch votes for trump uh, why Ita- why italian why why donald trump you got to pick on the italian the people uh, donald trump how can you say that us the italian the people that we shot like a laser beams into the sky at a satellite, and I had a satellite shoot another laser beam down at a computer in Valdosta, Georgia, to change a vote. To shot it into Darby, Pennsylvania, to change a vote. Why, Donald Trump? You pick on the Italian people for years, Donald Trump. People make fun of the Italian people. People say about the Italian people that we are criminals, that we are the mafia, that we only eat salami. Uh, that is not true. Sometimes I eat a bologna. And when I eat a bologna, I go, Donald Trump's probably eating this bologna too because every time he opens his mouth, I go, that man is full of bologna. And I tell you something else about the Italian people. A good Italian friend of mine Giuseppe by the boots, he come up to me, Tony Visick, and he said, Tony Visick, I listen to what you say, or you're a part of the cast, and I got one thing to ask, Tony Visick. why you talking like that, Tony Visick? you're not Italian, ha, so, a long way to go to that joke, <laughs> Anyway, that was horrible. The, the chief of staff, the president of the United States, called the Justice Department and go, you should check out. I think they're, they're shooting like moonbeams off a of satellite, and then they're changing votes to build Joe Biden. By the way, none of the other votes. The ones where uh, Republicans trounced Democrats in all the statewide races. Them's, them's legally done. But the ones that say Joe Biden, the uh, moonbeams, they shot moonbeams. They probably fired them out their butt. Moonbeams out their ass over there in Palermo, Sicily. it's just pathetic. And then I heard the tapes, Rudy Giuliani going, what what I'm saying to you, uh, what we're asking the Ukraine to do, maybe, you know, I don't know, you know, uh, you might want to open an investigation. I don't know that there is any evidence, but maybe, you know, if you just open the investigation, that's uh, all we need, you know, because then we can can publicize that, okay? And uh, you might say it's a crime, but... uh, it's okay with us. It won't cost us nothing because we're a crime and crime don't pay. <laughs> Thanks to Richard Pryor. Um, the scary thing is what many of us didn't realize is how much of our system runs on norms. Norms and agreed to principles and good manners. And that this last group, you know, there's a reason why I'll generally vote for experience over inexperience reason why I never bought that crap about we need a businessman well business runs different government business in America is for profit government is service business is for profit government is for service okay government doesn't run to make a profit government runs to provide a service a governmental service oftentimes services that are not being provided by for profit organizations in a way that is beneficial to the majority of people. Granted, sometimes there's something that the private sector can do better. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. Because I'm old enough to remember when the big kick back at the uh, beginning of the Reagan era was, uh, they're paying $400 for hammers over at the army. Because they, they buying from the gov- government. Buying from government's a waste of money. They're buying a $2 hammer for $400. need to have the private sector involved. <laughs> and they changed contracting for a lot of government service, including the military. So more hardware implements, equipment was bought from the private sector. And then the private sector charged $600 for the hammer. Anybody see the military budget go down? Does it go down? You know? So that was just a load of crap that was started by a bunch of people going, well, we can make more money if we get them to buy stuff from us instead of them making it themselves. Uh, uh, you know? It was it was a scam. You know, uh, so many people you talk about brainwashed, man. Uh, all people go, We don't like unions. You go, what's the last time you had a raise? Well we we haven't gotten a raise. What's your health insurance like? It's shit. Oh, you're concerned if you had a union and you were all banded together as a group, as an organization, could bargain collectively that you might get a better deal. The unions are bad. Huh. what's collective? Collective is that socialism? Um Kirkland, says we're still waiting for reagan's trickle down to trickle you know it's interesting david stockman who kind of uh, coined the phrase uh, trickle down economics and was his economist later on admitted that it was a sham it was a mistake it was a theory that proved to be an abysmal failure um here's what we know if you give every single uh individual in america a thousand bucks which we've done recently more you give the great majority they will go out and spend that money We'll take it and we'll, uh, yeah, we'll pay off some bills. All right, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll buy something that we needed. We, we needed a new computer for work or for our kids to do school schoolwork on or, or we needed to get the, uh, uh, the house painted, you know, um, or uh, we needed just new clothes and uh, new shoes for the kids, you know, uh, we'll spend that money. But you give the rich people those breaks, they just reinvest it in other stocks. They just build one more private residence someplace They just buy up another chunk of beach and make it private. They buy up another mountain and put up a gate. And nothing against rich people. Let's be honest. We'd all like to be rich. Okay? But giving more money to rich people does not necessarily, giving greater spending power to the rich does not necessarily help the American economy as much as giving that money to the American worker. I just froze for a second. Did you guys see that? I just froze. I saw my head like that and... I moved up like that, and my head stayed like that. Either that or I'm getting very old. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, great stuff is coming up. I need to tell you about this. Uh, you know who we got this weekend at J.P.'s? Mark Yaffe. Mark Yaffe. Now, Mark Yaffe's cool because uh, I kind of found Mark Yaffe. Uh, he's been a comic forever. He's a funny guy. But uh, I kind of found him. I checked him out, and I go, here's someone who's not in the market on a regular basis. Let's bring him out here and let the good people of uh, Greater Gilbert. And Greater Gilbert covers... All of Arizona, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Let's let them experience him. He's all weekend at J.P.'s Comedy Club, jpscomedyclub.com, 860 East Warner Road. You know what I'm going to say. When you think comedy, you think Gilbert. And when you think Gilbert, you think J.P.'s. Um, uh, Joe Gannon says, you froze because rich people aren't you. (laughs) Jeff Bezos called Zuckerberg shut this guy up. Uh, we got Mark Gaffey there. We got more in store. This Friday on Zoom, it's Class Clowns. Uh, nowhere matter where you are in the world, you can uh, watch that show. I have to is write me and I'll send you the uh, absolutely free code to watch our Friday night Zoom show. So you're going to want to check that out this Friday. Tom- uh, tomorrow night, Wednesday night, I'm going to be down at JP's with uh, Ordered Chaos. Ordered Chaos. I called it Organized Chaos. And it's not Ordered Chaos. A great improv show. So what's improv Saturday Night Live is improv. You know, it's ensemble comedy. Uh, but it's even cooler because it's suggestions from the audience and then those performers act on it. It's a really cool uh, uh, form of humor. So uh, tomorrow night, Wednesday night, uh, 7 p.m., tickets are only $15. Uh, come on down to JP's Comedy Club and check that out. I'll be down there hanging out. Uh, come up and say, hello to me. Sometimes you come down to a show that I'm running or a show I'm on. I, can't, I don't really have time to talk to you guys. I'd love to, but I don't. But tomorrow night, I'm just hanging out because our good friend, the, uh, the grand, the grand poohbah of improv here in the Valley of the Ken Ferguson, is running the whole thing. So come on down and say hello to me and my little friend. I'm going to show you my little friend in a moment. It's not what you think. It's not what you think, Joe Gannon. You're sick. Um, I got that coming up for you. Then uh, Sunday afternoon at 4 p.m. Sunday afternoon at 4 p.m., ladies and gentlemen. It's class clowns, class clowns. Class Clowns is the show that has taken people all the way from the very first show to national television. All right? It is the longest-running comedy showcase in the Valley of the Sun. All right? It is the show where you get to see people sometimes the very first time or some really great, funny veteran people here in town who uh, still use our workshop as a gym. And it's a great show. That's Sunday at 4. It's an afternoon show. Right after church, you could just go see some comedy. So go to church and go on over there cracker barrel get yourself some biscuits and gravy that's good if you like salt you like cracker barrel that just seems the name of cracker barrel to too much salt um i do like going over there sometime and just eating one of those diabetic heart attack meals they have so sunday at four then uh this coming monday the 14th i'm having a brand new free intro of my stand-up comedy workshops that covers all the things we got coming up for you. I'm wearing a Clippers hat. Yes, I am. I have many Clipper hats. I'm going to be wearing a different one uh, every day they play here in the second round against the, uh, <laughs> that's right, J.P.'s now selling salvation. That's what Kirk Nurmi just posted. Come on down to J.P.'s, friends, because you're going to want to get some laughter, because laughter heals, and it heals the body. It heals the mind. It heals the soul. We're going to save you with dick jokes. We're going to save you with jokes about marijuana. We're going to save you with jokes about sexual peccadillos. Come on down. And get yourself saved. At JP. See, this is what happens. Someone puts up something and then I, I go off on it. Uh, and I feel badly for those of you just listening. What's happening is, as people put up comments here on Facebook Live, and I read them, sometimes I just, I just spin. You know what I do? It's just, I can't help it. I'm just, I just start dancing because I love, I love dancing. I do. One of these days, I'm gonna dance for you. Um, we're gonna wear a Clipper. Uh, it's a best of seven against Utah. Utah is legitimate. Was the legitimate number one Western Conference champion. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, those guys have their work cut off for them, but I have faith. Great games yesterday if you're into basketball. The Phoenix Suns, uh, Chris Paul and Devin Booker, our Devin Booker, and Chris Paul, and the rest of uh, the team uh, dominated, dominated uh, the Denver Nuggets. Uh, it, was, it was back and forth. It was back and forth throughout the first half and even somewhat of the third quarter. But uh, game one in the books, Phoenix only has to win three more to uh, go on to the finals. Uh, And then um, I watched some of and listened to uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, my God, just embarrass the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, if you are a Milwaukee Buck or you're a Milwaukee Buck fan, it it was almost one of those games, if it was like a uh, Little League of Basketball, you would have said mercy at the end of the first half. Uh, I think they won by 39 or 40 points. Uh, And by the way, James Harden's not – here's who's on the Brooklyn Nets, Kyrie Irvin. Irving, excuse me. Okay. Uh, Kevin Durant all right, and James Harden. But James Harden is out. Th- those three. Think about that. James Harden is out. So who's filling in? Blake Griffin. Now, a lot of people saying Blake ain't what he used to be, but Blake has been what he used to be in these games. How good is he? They stunned the Milwaukee Bucks. They're up two games. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure if I was going to bet money that the Brooklyn Nets will take the East and we'll play whoever takes the West, all right? And I think the West will come down to Utah or Phoenix Our uh, well, it will come down to Utah Our Phoenix or uh, uh, the Clippers. I don't see uh, – I, I think the Clippers will beat Utah. Uh, what would be a great third round in the West for me, what I'd get a kick out of is the Suns against the uh, Clippers. You know what? And uh, the people of Phoenix are kind of invested in Brooklyn winning uh, the East too because Steven Ash is the coach. I turned on the game last night. My wife, Shirley, who's um, a Suns fan from way back in Charles Barkley days and Steve Nash days, says, oh, my God, is that Steve Nash? I go, yeah, he's the coach of the uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets. So if you like basketball, I know there's a really good hockey uh, uh, playoffs going on right now. Baseball's heating up. A lot of great sports stuff going on. If you're an event guy like me and you like events, you know, and you like stuff that will take your mind off of what you're doing sometime and have some fun, uh, it's a great time of year. Uh, I got a bobblehead for you. Here it is. And this is not even a sport we talked about. Now, I, I should have another bobblehead to show you a comparison, how big this bobblehead is, but I only have one handy. Uh, this is one of the Earnhardts, and let me tell you how cocky, how cocky uh race car drivers are. His name's I think it's Dale. His name's nowhere on this thing. But this is a Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola NASCAR bobblehead, number 88. So I'm pretty sure it's Dale Earnhardt. It is huge. It is a twice the size of any other bobblehead. I got it for a real good price. I got it for like eight bucks. I found it and I grabbed it. I found it and I grabbed it. It's a very, it's a good bobblehead. It's solid. You go, hell yeah, buddy. You know what I think? Here's what I think. It's Clippers and five. Clippers and five. That's what I think. Sons and five. Clippers and five. Sons and five. You got that? That's church. Yee yee. All right, come on. I just uh, yee yee. Is a, there's a comic named Andrew Irwin in town who does shows with us. Who has this little uh, callback, and I just kind of. Uh, uh, borrowed it, and I didn't mean to. It just came out. There's a guy. Yeah, yeah, y'all. How y'all doing? You wanna? You want yourself a Coca-Cola? I got a nice Coca-Cola right here. I just won a race. I just drove my car real fast around in circles for a long time. Ah, ha ha So that's uh, that's today's bobblehead. Uh, for those of you don't. By the way, for those of you that uh, regularly watch the show, you may notice in the back there are no bobbleheads. What happened to them, Tony? what you, Tony? What happened to bobblehead? Tony? Uh, they're being temporarily uh, moved to another location at this point in time because we're having new floors put in and even though they'll move the furniture, they won't move the knickknacks. So uh, we're having to move all this stuff. So uh, that's what's going on here and we're being very gentle with them, gentle, because we run an organization called uh, Bobblehead Rescue. We do not collect bobbleheads, we rescue them uh, people get bobbleheads and they love them, they think they're cool, then they gather dust, sit in a corner, they get broken, people throw them out, they have no home, they have no home, we give them home. If you'd like to donate up to $1 million to Bobblehead Rescue to help us find a even bigger and nicer home uh, to place them in, uh, send checks to me anytime you so desire. Let's get to the music, shall we? Let's uh, kind of wrap up the day here. We've only got a few minutes left. Now, usually, it's a uh, album or a CD. Okay, this time it's going to be a DVD. I have a really wonderful friend who now lives in Florida, Sam Moffat. Our history goes all the way back to junior high through high school. Old roommates. We hitchhiked to Colorado together. Um, he uh, uh, spent time in my house in L.A. back in the 90s. I hung out with him in Florida during that time too. A great guy, a great uh, movie reviewer. He sent me like a box full of incredible stuff, underground comics and DVDs. One of the DVDs he sent me is this, The Tammy Show, T-A-M-I, The Tammy Show. Okay, this is legendary. This is one of, the greatest, one of the greatest concerts ever filmed. It's filmed in black and white. It was filmed in the early 60s. It was filmed at the Santa Monica Civic Auditorium, October 29th, 1964. October 29th, 1964. And in their infancy, the Beach Boys and the Rolling Stones and the Supremes also on the show, show, Chuck Berry, James Brown in the Flames, The Barbarians, Marvin Gaye, Leslie Gore, Jan and Dean, Billy J. Kramer and the Dakotas, Smokey Robinson in the Miracles, and more. All on one black and white show, produced by Phil Spector, when he was young and wonderful. Uh, let me read this where it says, Filmed just eight months after the Beatles appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show, the T-A-M-I show introduced rock and soul Youth culture to America in the first concert movie, one of the rarest and most sought-after performance films of its time. The 1964 concert event features rock and roll hall of famers, The Stones, James Brown, Chuck Berry, uh, and all the ones that I mentioned before, and many other American or British invasion hitmakers in their prime. So, what I'm going to recommend, and I don't know if Shirley's going to be able to find it, she can find it on YouTube. Uh, James Brown at the T, and I forget what T A M I stands for. But they, uh, it, it's, a, it, you know, they're all abbreviations for something. It's not Tammy, a girl's name. James Brown at the Tammy show is one and, and the Rolling Stones closed the show and they did good. But the highlight of the entire thing was James Brown. And it was one of those things going, why didn't everybody just quit after that? You just seen, you just seen perfection. You just seen rock and soul perfection. You just saw musical, perf- you just saw dance perfection. Better than anything, anyone's better than the Nicholas Brothers before him or Michael Jackson ever after, and those guys, no slouches, okay? Better than Otis Redding, and that's a lot for me to say that, okay? Uh, He stunned the world with his performance at the Tammy show. So if we can't find it for you, it is on YouTube. I know because I've watched it there. I've shown it to people. And so you got to see this and just see people with their jaws open. What the hell was that? Uh, Introducing James Brown to uh, America. Oh, we got it. Fantastic. Shirley found it. Check this video out. It is the coolest video in the world. It is after it. You want to watch the whole Tammy show? All right. If you're young and you want to know what gave birth to so much of of, a pop culture uh, that you access today, this show really kind of captured a lot of that. If you're my age, it'll bring back so many stunning, great memories, all right? So please check it out. That is our show for the day, ladies and gentlemen. I think we covered a lot of stuff. I want to thank everybody who watched. I want to thank everybody who listened. Go Clippers tonight. Go Suns on Wednesday. Go Clippers on Thursday. Brooklyn's got it. They don't need our help, okay? So let's all have some fun this week, and be sure to check out J.P. starting tomorrow night, Wednesday night, with uh, uh, Ordered Chaos and Mark Yaffe all weekend. All right, that's it. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Living on a Thin Line with Tony Visick.